Are you ready to rewind? Take a nostalgia-filled ride back to a simpler time. It's Acid Wash Memories, a retro pop culture celebration. And now your hosts, Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 58 of Acid Wash Memories, a retro pop culture celebration. Today, we're talking about the highway. My name is Joe Morata, and riding shotgun with me is Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy doody. Room, room. Yeah, honk, room, honk. room. Strap on your seatbelts, folks. It's we're going to take a, great a bumpy one. ride. We should have saved this for 69. <laughs> yeah, right? should we like have? The highway. Get yeah, it? Yeah, I get it, you Quinn. You get the joke. If you don't, folks, that's okay. We do have 57 episodes available where, Michael Quinn? In the archives. In the archives. And they're not so about the highway. They're, they're not. So if this doesn't uh, interest you that much, well, I suggest you stick around anyway, because we're going to be talking about the history of the highway, <laughs> what everyone was clamoring for, and some of our memories of, I guess, driving or being driven Now, remember last week highway. when... when we, we did your Pat Sage action. This is my beauty right here. Yeah, so if you're if you're sticking around here, if you listen to these in <sighs> order every the highway. week. I bought last week's Pat Sajak episode on credit. Yeah. Uh, and this is the uh, return here from this Michael Quinn. This to me is an episode that's in the same vein of like the phone company. Yes. Like this is my vision for it, right? Well, you're allowed to have that yeah. vision, Quinn. It's, it's something mundane, but kind of important. And I think people like downplay it's important. I think that's a good point. We're going to talk about why it's important in a second here. But before we do, why don't you cruise on over to uh, Twitter at AWM Podcast and follow us there. And you can also park yourself over at our mm-hmm. Facebook group, uh, Acid Washed Memories on Facebook. It's a good time. It is a place where you and a bunch of other retro pop culture Culture fans can and talk, highway fans and highway fans clearly can talk about old crap. Queen. Yes, yes. Home crap home. Yes, or maybe motor home crap. Uh, home. Yes. Oh, yes. Stop it. Maybe you can call this episode asphalt washed memories. Ooh. Hey, knock it off. Ha! Thank you uh, for being here. If you're still here, if we haven't driven you away, I in do droves. think the highway is a piece of pop culture. You got to admit it's that it's a much. piece of something. Yeah. Queen. So um, highways. Yes. Highways. Uh, we're going to want to hear your highway memories. <laughs> yeah. They're taken for granted. They're overlooked. Maybe you would say bypassed, Quinn. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. They, they, they even build bypasses See? to go around highways. But they certainly are ubiquitous. Oh, yes. They're they're everywhere across the United States. I don't know about around the world. Like, yeah. I, I have admitted, I think, on this show that I'm a Google Maps like looker. Like, on, a, like, like, I like to just explore the world. A Google ogler, if you will. There's some areas of the world that the highway is... Um, kind of crap where they just don't have it or it's just a desert and there's just nothing well that's yeah that made me yeah. more like a low way right yeah. it's not high uh-huh yeah huh huh fucking riveting well, why don't you uh why don't you take an exit on my ass huh anyway folks if you're on the other side of the pond or maybe you know north of here in canada you have your own highway system we're going to primarily be focusing on the United States, uh, specifically where we're from in the Northeast here in New Jersey, but... It's a piece of Americana, if you will. Like I said, it's a piece, Quinn. Uh, yeah. But I will say, wherever you're from, I would imagine, because it's true for me and it's true for Quinn, a lot of our childhood memories, we have them, they're tied to driving down a long, stupid road forever with your parents or some other Seemingly friends or relatives. Forever. Yeah. It was probably only 15 minutes, but for some reason it seemed like three hours, yep. and you were maybe playing a Game Boy or like a Tiger Electronics game or something in it. If you're lucky. And sometimes Tiger. you may be like me, where I would look outside and I'd be like, what is out there? What's, like, yeah, I mean, what is like, all this like, stuff? It, it just seems, it seems so wondrous to me, right? What's that smell? You yeah. know, that's one of the things. Well, that's if you get up near New York City. We'll but, have to talk about that. <laughs> 
Quinn, what is driving? Well, it's the act of, um, you know, you put the key in the ignition of a vehicle of some kind. Um, usually want a motor vehicle. Yeah. We're not really talking about boating here. No, um, no this is not a nautical podcast right. today. So you put the ignition in, and then you move the car from park to drive, and you go forward. But, Driving is going forward. Now, how do you get around? Well, you use a steering wheel. Oh, really? Yeah, this is mainly to make sure that, you know, like, if the road turns, that you go with it. Right, okay. Like, you just gotta, like... Pay attention, really. Be alert. And and you got the you got the gas and you got the brake and you know when you see the stop sign you hit the brake and when you don't see the stop sign you hit the gas and that make sure to follow the speed limit. Yes. So that that <laughs> that will conclude the uh, the driving instruction portion right. of yes. this show. Uh, we'll give you because this is Ask to Wash Memories, a history podcast. Obviously, we'll give you a very sometimes br- <laughs> it, we're it a is. light history podcast. Light, yeah, yes. we sprinkle the history in yes. there, a whisper of history. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but I think the history is important here. Joe, because I feel like mm. the highways are so taken for granted that, like, could you imagine that there was just no roads? Like, how shitty it would be. I think that's like why this is important. I think no, you're right. Like, In all seriousness, you you are right about that. Uh, so roads, well, uh, roads first of all touch Sherry first, but that's right. a different issue. That's a different thing. Roads touch Sherry first. The first usage of roads was for. Not cars, obviously, but for animals that were carrying goods. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about your donkeys, your horses, you know, cattle, oxen, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. They made the early roads, and I'm talking about the Incas and the Iroquois, by clearing paths from trees, which right. clearly is what you would do, right? And mainly because it would kind of suck to like go uphill and through grass all the time and all this. When yeah. you're trying to move like produce around Correct. and stuff, it's just a necessity, right? So, yeah, you're right. And I think it's interesting that from an early time, that these roads were designed to move things for trade. Right. It wasn't necessarily for pleasure. It was to that transport. Would come later. It would. It would. This was to transport goods and to make money. Mm-hmm. So bear that little point in mind as we go forward. So around 5,000 BC, they developed uh, what they called sleds for these roads. And we got vehicles, Joe. We do have a primitive vehicle. And these primitive roads were widened and cleared further. And wheeled transport began around that same time attached to these sleds. Right. And lubrication for these wheels, because you do need lubrication. Mm-hmm. Very important. It's all a of moving you out there. piece of something. <laughs> when you move your piece, yeah. you want it to be lubricated. <laughs> it would come in the form of oils or animal fats. And by around 2000 BC, Boy, we, we're really moving here. We're, we're just cruising here. Yeah. Uh, skipping thousands of years in a, in a heartbeat. Light on the history. Uh, we had the two wheel chariot. The addition of wheels necessitated better roads yet again. So around 500 BC, Darius the Great, remember him? Good friend of the show. Oh, yeah, him. We like him. He's been on here before, right? Definitely been a guest. Uh, He introduced what was known as the Royal Road in Persia. Sounds like something out of Mario Kart. Royal Road. <laughs> it does, actually. It would probably have good music, though. Darius III, big fan of Mario Kart. Yeah, he was, he was huge, a pioneer. Huge fan. He played as Donkey Kong, actually. Yeah. No, he didn't! The Royal Road in Persia, despite its funny name, was perhaps the first highway of its kind. And we're talking primitive We're not talking asphalt here or anything. No, yeah. we're talking assholes, maybe. Yeah. We're not asphalt. Uh, but the Roman Empire, speaking of assholes, they continued to improve the roads, mm-hmm. and the gravel road came to be in the Middle Ages. Right. Now, that's not people in their 50s i'm talking about the time yes. period and i sorry. find it i find it funny that the, i find it funny that the roads were so shit 
that necessitated the gravel roads, which are additionally shitty, but they're yeah. just less shitty than dirt roads. Yeah, they were like, better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like they're just, but they're like a, only like a mild improvement if you really think about it. It is true. It, it's. I was going to make a very gross analogy, so I'll just move on from here. Yeah. Uh, the gravel road did well, but in the Renaissance, new roads were built upon the Roman design, and by the 18th century. This is interesting. Toll roads were implemented in parts of West Africa right. from the Ashanti Empire. Our quality of roads sucks, but hey, we're going to charge you. We're going to charge you to use this, this shit. This feels like a direct link to what we're going to get into. Absolutely. Yeah, like when, toll roads. Totally. Here, we, here we go. The first uh, the first toll roads. They were already doing it all the way back then. The Ashanti Empire. Yeah. Now, during the Industrial Revolution, the roads continued to improve, obviously by necessity, because there right. was a lot of uh, industry going on during that period of time. Yes, and a lot more wheels, if you if you will, to four wheels, perhaps. There might have even been four wheels. Right, exactly, and, and we need to move fast here, because we got trains and all sorts of crap. There's things happening. Yeah. So between the late 1870s, timestamp that, and the early 1920s, pre-Depression, there was something known as the Good Roads Movement, and this took place in the United States, mainly due to the United States Post Office. Because the mail never stops. How do you move mail around? You, you can't. You can send a train from big city to big city like bullet points almost like on the bit, but once it's there, you got to get it in the local area. Right. Right? And if the roads suck, the postman, it's going to take him forever to get it to you. Exactly right. And the idea of the good roads movement, which again was about a 50-year thing that happened, was to improve the road surfaces upgrading from dirt and gravel and one of the primary reasons is with dirt and gravel in the winter what happens when dirt gets wet it turns to mud and what happens when dirt gets really dry it's like it's misshapen yep, and it's dusty, dusty and yeah cracked and stuff yeah. like that can't go anywhere you go on the oregon trail or something and you, you get all, dysentery you're, you get dysentery you're all dusted up <laughs> I mean, women are wearing these things on their head just so they don't <laughs> yeah, the get, get a bunch of crap in their hair. Like, it's that bad. Literally, the roads are so shit that they're affecting fashion. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. The bonnet industry was thriving. Oh, they must have been. It must have been like, man, you're going to need this, right? It's like men with hats. Like, everyone had hats. There like, were tons of hats, tons of bonnets. You don't want to get crap in your hair. Like, that's literally why. It was practical. See, you're learning a lot here, folks, with us here. This is, we're talking about the highway, yeah. and you get an education on See, 18th century fashion. There you go. What about it? That's the next podcast. That, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Concurrently, during the Good Roads movement, as you move from, you know, the 1870s, where you have a horse, right? Yeah, like Mike Francesca's favorite. Horse. It's a good horse. Uh, not only, okay, was it a good horse, it was the best horse. By the 1920s, you don't really, you, you still have horses. It's not like they got extinct or anything. No. But your primary uh, modern transport by the 1920s was, of course, the automobile. And yes, the automobile. The thing that precipitated the invention of like a modern road that is flat and it's not garbage. <laughs> and, and, and it You don't need a bonnet. It doesn't get in your hair <laughs> right? like the road itself. Honey, take that road out of your hair before you come into the bed, would you? Because in the early, with the early cars, right, one of the problems was is they literally there was like impassable places because they just like there's no road to like get <laughs> over there right yeah it's like true. they could go off road with a car but they're you know your car the wheel will get stuck or something and you, like if, if it's just you know if it's like bumpy or the terrain or whatever yeah. it sucks <laughs> it sucks 
yeah, modern transport as we really think of it to this day, it really started to take shape around this time. We're talking around after the turn of the century, getting close to like the teens and the 20s, yeah. about 100 years and ago. And having an invention that people could start to afford to get around. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a, a, an extremely revolutionary invention in all right. seriousness, the automobile. Absolutely. Um, the first, as a little point of trivia, the first United States limited access road uh, was in 1911, and that would be the Long Island Motor Parkway. So in our, I always thought it was weird that the roads. early ones that they would call it the Parkway. Like you're not parking on this; you're trying to you're get silly. somewhere. You're like, being silly, and you don't drive on a driveway yeah, either. I just, Quinn. I'm, just, park I'm on just saying, it. Parkway. It just always bugged me. Well, don't worry. I have some definitions planned for later in this yeah. lesson for everyone oh, okay. that's listening, uh, which is about nine people I think are listening to this one, Quinn. So good job. They love it. You Jeff. know how to pack them into. They, the- they, watch this is like super high listens. Listen to me. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm like, hey, we have to talk about Pat Sajak last yeah. week. <laughs> I have room to talk here. Uh, next week, it'll be something different, okay? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the Long Island Motor Parkway was the first modern limited access road. And by the 1930s, many countries across the board were investing, now pouring money into highway systems for the sake of, guess what? Commerce. Yes, commerce. Right? Not, not making your life easier mm-hmm. from getting somewhere quickly. Commerce that, and defense, too. Because yeah, the, that's the, the other big part. The, the, the concept of once they realize that, like, hey, we have a invention that can move stuff quick. I mean, even back in the U.S. Civil War, like, the railroads, that, that, that was, like, a huge boon of moving, like, you know, supply Great to, the, to the military so they could go fight something. The same thing was with the roads. It's like, hey, we should probably invest in this. And, you know, if we get invaded or something, hey, we can move supply and go defend ourselves. Great point. Yeah, Yeah. that's another big reason. It was commerce and defense. Right. Let's take a pause here in that history lesson. Let's talk about some of the terminology because, again, we're using the American definitions, but I think it's somewhat it's somewhat equivalent in other countries, but if we're wrong, those of you that live in Australia, Mark Rourke, and uh, England, all mm-hmm. you got, first of all, if you're in England, fish and cheeps, of course. Fish, chip. Yep, on the on the M1 or whatever the so hell Richard you're doing. just chimed in. Yeah, of course. Oi, mate. We use uh, the motorway for the automobiles on the route for the mushy peas and the fish and cheeps. So here's some terminology. So highway is a broader term. And in the U.S., it is colloquially used to describe any road where you can go fast. Like, that's right. the common, like, parlance, right? Like Generally over 65. like yeah, or f- it, over 55. Y- yeah, well, the, the roads where it says a speed limit, but it's not really enforced. It's oh, yeah. like, just go. The like, implied speed limit? Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the roads where if something happens and you went over, they'll ding you. But if nothing happens, they don't give a shit. Pretty much. Basically. It's very hard to get pulled over on yeah. certain highways. But in truthful practice, what a highway is, in in the United States anyway, is a major road, meaning it is usually an important road. It goes for a long stretch, or it could be a shorter stretch, but there's a lot of business on it, or it connects to important points or more. It's well-constructed, and it's heavily traveled. It could take heavy traffic. Right. It's not a side street or just like a little, you know, suburban road. Got a lot of lanes, usually. Yeah, usually at least two or three. Yeah. Now, a couple of other ones. A turnpike is a toll road, generally. Right. That's just what it is. You turn the pike. You're paying a premium to get on a road that generally, it's like a more express path yes. through 
different areas. There's no... It's not like, hey, there's lights and, you know, you're going through towns and stuff. Correct. You're usually on the outskirts, like they carved it out in the woods specifically to keep it off of everything. They've carved it out of woods or perhaps the swamp. Yeah. Or perhaps the palisades. Uh (laughs) And uh, a turnpike is a form of an expressway, also known as a freeway. Mm-hmm. Or a throughway, like the New York Thruway. And what those are is a limited access road. What we mean is, in order to get on it, A, you have to pay, or at least to get off of it, you have to pay. But also, you can't just like turn down a side road from like there's an expressway. There's only exits. Correct. There's no like crossings or anything right. like there's that. There's no crossings. There's no lights. There's no traffic signals. Mm-hmm. Intersections of any kind. No. Or... On an expressway or a freeway, you don't get onto property. Meaning, yeah. on a highway, like your local highways, like we have one called Route 18 nearby. Right. There's tons of stuff that you turn off. Like, oh, I want to go to Guitar Center on Route 18. Anybody can turn off anywhere. You're going through intersections. It takes right. forever. There's lights. There's yeah. traffic. Yeah, the routes themselves, like in the U.S., they're known as like routes or routes, depending on how you pronounce it. Yes. But the point is, is like essentially those like interconnect the highways. Yes, like correct. Like, if, if you're from England or something, you're like, what the hell does that mean? Routes? Right. Like, they're kind of, like, in association with the whole system. They're not, like, side streets. They're, like, main roads that are faster, mm-hmm. but through local areas. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. So, conversely, an expressway or a freeway or a turnpike or whatever you want to call it, you are not getting off of that road for any reason unless it's a rest stop or an exit. That's the point there. Now, you were asking earlier, Quinn... About a parkway. Initially, the term originated as a scenic route that is landscape, hence the usage of the word park. Parkways, initially, yes. they were scenic. I, I do That's know the that. Idea. Like, I know Robert Moses and blah, 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 and like, they, 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 were, they, were, they were part of the parks department, quite literally. Yeah. The Merritt in Connecticut yeah. was like one of the they old were school built, parkways. That was like, that's like an old-timey like, thought process by the people who were planning all of this. It's like, we're going to build ones that are like, people are going on vacation on or something. Yeah. Like, that they're like nice and stuff. Right. And so it was initially. So they, plus, they seem attractive to the people they're trying to convince to build it in the first for the place, sake right? of, yeah for exactly so for the sake of tourism this is more of a less trade and commerce focused and more of like pleasure focused. how do you get it, it's essentially like sometimes a route to a park quite literally yeah, yeah it can be or some type right. of a attractive destination or maybe like the a beach, beach yeah generally now though with all the parkways that exist it is just interchangeable for a freeway or an expressway. And to be honest, that's a consequence of how they built them to be super wide and stuff. Is yep. like they just people realized very quickly. It's like, hey, I can use this to get somewhere else. Like that's maybe not. I'm not going on a scenic drive. I'm just trying to get to work or something. Trying to get from Brooklyn to Queens or something. Yeah, and, and it's like faster <laughs> if I just use this thing because it also has a bunch of lanes. Right. Like, exactly. Though that's that's kind of how that <laughs> yeah. developed. So we were also talking about how we have, uh, you know, your your highways here in the United States. There's a few different versions, and I want to outline this. And some people are really going to find this interesting, and some people are like, "What is wrong with Joe and Quinn this week?" And either way, we love you guys, and we thank you for listening, and we want to yeah. hear your highway stories. Okay, but we have here state highways in the United States, and a state highway is maintained by obviously the state, right? The state. Again, if you're if you're from a place with province or whatever, right, or like or a con- multiple countries like the United Kingdom, where it's like right. Wales and whatnot, yeah, like, Wales, like yeah. Free Willy, yeah. But the state Sorry. is essentially like it's just it's a region, it, it, it's yeah. its own administrative region, it's a whole thing, yeah, fish and chip. You all right, mate? What the fuck is a state? 
eh? Fish and cheeps. State highways can be major roads, but usually they're like moderate roads. Again, we're going back to our localist one, Route 18. Mm-hmm. It's not a major road. It's not that long, but it's long enough. It's not like the whole state. Yeah. But it's pretty big. That's like a good example. You, you guys probably have tons of highways. What they are is they get you from one big town to the next big town. Right. That's the idea of them. We'll just connect all the biggest towns in our state, exactly. and it'll be a nice, easy, straight route, yep. right? It'll generally have traffic lights, but there are portions even of ours, uh, 18, where it's a freeway for a little yeah. bit. It's just, it varies, right? But the, what's interesting about the state routes to me is they're also connected to the overall, like, United States yes. highway system or That's whatever they call way. it. No, you're right. It's like, the United they, States highway like, system. Like, for example, Route 1 was like a project that the whole concept behind it was it was a route that ran from the north of the East Coast down to all the way to Florida. Yeah, and south of Florida. It goes all the way through. America's Main Street, U.S. Route 1, has seen milestones of both the physical and figurative sense. That is the United States numbered highway system where... This is 1926, by the way, where this was underway. These are routes, like Quinn said, that cross the states, but they keep the same number. Right. See, we have a Route 18, but any of you out there could have your own Route 18 in another state. Our Route 18 is, like, very sectioned off. It's not... It does connect to stuff, but Route 18 itself just ends at certain points. Yes. Like, it's it's just not there anymore. Anticlimatically, by the yeah. way. It's just like, oh, it's done. There's one that... Like, remember the, there's the one end of Route 18, the one that's, like, closer to the beach? Yeah. It literally, like... Flatline ends, and it's like, are you go? You're just going right off yeah. this thing. You're like taking thirty six now, like, bitch. Y- you literally <laughs> see like where they stopped the construction. Yeah, like it's true. They were gonna like go, it was gonna go, go, it was gonna go longer, but for some reason they didn't. And I for this has been my entire life. There's literally still trucks parked there. Yeah, are they gonna ever like give no. up on that? Is somebody like at the board of directors or somebody like fighting to extend it still? And they're like, hey, leave those trucks there from the eighties. <laughs> you know that bureaucratic red yeah. tape, going. yeah. But those are state highways. So the U.S. highway system from 1926 and onward, this is an agreement where when it is going to transverse a state, each state will maintain its portion of the highway. So Quinn mentioned Route 1, which is a great example. We have it, in fact, about a couple of minutes from me. It's literally like I, it's right in front of my house. I yeah. can like hear it at night. Right. <laughs> People this, traversing it. This is the, uh, the famous logo in the U.S. It's like black outline with the white shirt. Shield and it mm-hmm. says Route One or Route yeah, One. Yeah, if you've however. ever seen again international people, if you've ever seen that, that's that's what they are. That's a sign for the routes. So these go interstate in the sense that Maine to Florida, it's Route One, and you can follow all signs for Route One and get yourself down all the way to Florida from here. Right now, that is not the best option. Nobody you know, would ever in their right mind do that. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, do you want to stop at like? 1,000, probably 1,000. Like, I'm yeah. not even joking if you add them all up. Like, it's like probably 1,000 lights. That would be a horrible drive. Yeah. But I wonder so, if anyone's, somebody must have attempted to take Route, route one, 1 all the way down to Florida. Maybe. But 70 years ago, when there wasn't any other option. This was like a revelation, probably. Correct. Like, it's like, oh my God. Because when you don't have anything, this is like. You don't need directions. Yeah, just think about I just, it. If, hey, I want to go to uh, Washington, D.C., just take Route 1. Yeah. Like, I just follow it. That's it. Done. And it's the easiest number. Yeah. Right? And there's no tolls. And there's no tolls. It's also the loneliest number. And but you're on right. To- yeah. And on top of it, there's Sorry. a lot of. The thing that the routes did 
is local businesses they booned off these things oh, because there was they, big boon time. because their shopping malls like littered across all the routes outlet stores they, sometimes on the routes you get these weird like areas where there's just nothing Porn for shops. something yeah but then sometimes you just run into like a literal mall it's very weird how you always wonder how this is all decided Sometimes you go through like a business park. <laughs> You're like, "Why is this here?" No. Right? Like, <laughs> well, like, I, I often question that. Well, I'm why always is just like, here? I'm just always like, "Who zoned this?" Because <laughs> like, you do like you get into certain phases where it's like business, homes, yeah, uh, like offices, like, and it's just all over the place. It's it's so random. You're right about that. But this was a huge deal. Like Quinn said, there's a lot of traffic lights. There can be portions that are freeway style. Because That's it's up true. To the there state. are there are portions with certain routes. Yeah. that will just open up. Yeah, and there's no lights, no in exits. In New Jersey, it's a lot less common with the routes. Yeah, but that's because we have two main options. Options. Yeah. yeah. And then there's another one: the Federal Aid Highway Act of 1956. So this is 30 years after the U.S. This, this, this is the biggie. System. This, this is, is the biggie. this is the one that Eisenhower and Bob, you like learn in school books about because <laughs> it's just like. This is the one that literally, like, changed the landscape of America. Like, quite literally. Quite literally, yeah. yeah, not even figuratively. So, if you've ever seen here in the U.S., the little blue shield with the little red accent on it, it says, let's, I-80. Right. This is the interstate or federal highway system. This is was a huge deal because these were all held, these roads, to what they called federal standards as right. far as their design and their maintenance. Which in the early days was actually important. Yeah, it sounds empty now. Because people just building like gravel roads Correct. and shit. It's like, hey, bring your car over here. It's like, now I don't have tires. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, cool. Yeah, and incidentally, it was a tire manufacturer that built the road, yeah, huh? probably. So, hmm. The uh, Michelin <laughs> road, it's all fucked up. Yeah, it's all <laughs> shitty. Yeah. And try our restaurant, too. Yeah. We gave it a star. No, but in all seriousness, you know it's the same company, right? The tire yeah, company? It's very, like, what a weird cross-section of business. Fucking like, Michelin and their wreck. Quinn. What an empire. <laughs> yeah, the Michelin Empire. You've heard of the Ottoman Empire? Yeah. I'm tired we, of we, it. We do tires and restaurant ratings. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's good. All right. So, <laughs> the yeah, I-80 is a big one because that goes all the way from here mm-hmm. all the way to the West Coast. This is the interstate. So, we have a bunch of them. Of 287 is one here that goes yep. over to 440 in New York. 287 is <laughs> like a major one. That's where it's like, whoa, this looks like practically like the turnpike. Like, it's super wide, and yeah. it goes super long. It's high speed. But then there's, like, have you ever run into ones where they look like they're just, like, back roads, and you're yeah. like, what the hell is this? Yeah, like, I have. But it has, like, the in- the blue insignia, so it seems all official. That's like the It's hi- like I'm going through farms. Like, what is... What? what? <laughs> like, parts of 78 are like that. Yeah. But that's, like, the highest honor you can achieve in terms of, like, the badge is, like, yeah. the interstate insignia, yeah. right, Quinn? Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is... No, this is government-backed, this badge right yeah. here. But these were... Uh, Almost exclusively, as far as I know, freeways, limited access with very high, like the highest speed limits allowable in that country or state right? during their time and to this day, which uh, was generally 65, but there's some states that don't have, like Montana doesn't have speed limits or something like that. Well, you, you can't blame them. Do there's any, nothing out there. Cows. Yeah. Do we have any listeners in Montana? Does anyone live in Montana? Tell us about the interstates over there. Is Montana real? Has anyone ever been there? I haven't, so it could possibly not be real. It might not but, be a real state. Yeah. It could be like an Area 51 type of deal. Yeah. They don't want you to know, Michael. Mm-hmm. What in the Helena are you two talking about? <laughs> Helena! Anyway, uh, listen, we've been having a lot of fun here. And we're going to have more of the fun because not only are we just 
gracing you with this history lesson, clearly, on this very important topic. It's so interesting. But we how have... Could anyone, how could anyone not like this? Well, this is the thing. You probably are skipping this, so you're not hearing me say, but don't skip. Don't Larry Freeman learned this the hard way. Uh-huh. Don't skip. It's always worth it. However... When we come back from our little break, we got to take a rest stop, obviously. And, and we'll talk about this. We're going to be talking about the rest stops themselves. We're going to be talking about our big highway here in the Garden State. If oh, you've ever man. watched The Sopranos, yes. you know about it. Or maybe you've smelled it before. This is getting me excited, John. Yes. And just general fun, stupid crap about driving on highways, yeah. okay? How are we going to do that? I have no clue. But we will be doing that on the second half of the highway episode with more as the wash memories returns race on my haunted highway two monster trucks prepare yourselves my evil eye is out to destroy you your blazing speed won't save you from my rolling eyeball take the lead on suicide squeeze bust him up on dead man's curve you must beat him and beat me escape my evil eye and win new from Michael haunted highway electric racing battery not included I've got my eye out for you hurry up meow Sorry. <laughs> There's something funny here, boy? No, no, no. Well, then why are you laughing, Mr. Larry Johnson? All right, Meow, where were we? I'm sorry, are you saying Meow? Am I saying Meow? <laughs> I, I, th- I thought you... Don't think, boy. Meow, do you know how fast you were going? <laughs> meow, what is so damn funny? I could have swore you said Meow. Do I look like a cat to you, boy? <laughs> Am I jumping around all nimbly bimbly from tree to tree? No, no. <laughs> Am I drinking milk from a saucer? <laughs> no. Well, do you see me eating mice? <laughs> hey, you stop laughing right now. Sir? Sir, you're at Wendy's pickup window? Yes, I am. I, I just pulled in for the new Express Pack. But Wendy's Express Pack is for people in cars. Beep, beep. Hey, pal, uh, move it up. You're missing the point. What point? I motor up. I say Express Pack. I get a quarter pound single with the works, fries, soft drink at a great price, and bango. I'm cruising. But, sir, you don't have a car. Hmm, you know, that's what they told me when I went through the car wash. Hmm. Pick up the new Express Pack at Wendy's. The best burgers in the business. And now we return to more Acid Washed Memories. Hey, thanks for pulling over here to Acid Washed Memories, episode number 58. We are, believe it or not, talking about the highway. I'm yep. Joe Morata. That's Michael Quinn. Howdy. We're on Interstate 58, if you will. We are, Quinn. Yeah. Uh, why are we doing this one again? You just really are because into the it's highway, just, right? it's just a really great topic. It, it, it is. It's Americana personified, okay. if you will. I think it was Quinn's way or the highway on yeah. this one, Quinn. Okay, that's really enough. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, the puns are just endless here. Yeah, you they know? are. I better stop. Yes. The, hit the stop. Hit the brakes, hit if the you break will. the button. Why don't you take a break and go to Twitter, at AWM Podcast. You can also follow us. I mean, you can join the group. Whatever. Just don't. Don't, actually. How about don't, because we're talking about the roads today. No, I want all okay, the road sorry. discussion all, funneled over there. All the roads meet up and converse over our Facebook group, Acid Wash Memories. Where why we don't talk- you park your car 
over at that Facebook group. Get an oil change. Yeah. This oil change my oil. Yeah. Anyway, why don't you go there? Okay. And it'll be really great and better than this episode, I promise you. Uh, and then another thing if you're one of the nine people that are listening and you liked this, Hey, I'll take nine people to talk about this. Agreed. That's a, that, that'll be a lot of posts. That's a big amount of posts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't you kindly leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your uh, your app of choice? Right. That'd be nice. Please. Okay. But back to Quinn's favorite topic here, roads. Yes. So where we're going, we do need roads, we, Quinn. We absolutely need them. We need, this is necessary. This is, this is AI doc. Change <laughs> what he says. <laughs> so in 1951, there was a very important road, Quinn, that ran from Pennsville, New Jersey. Yes. Southern portion of the state mm-hmm. up to Fort Lee, right by the good old George Washington Bridge, which yes. crosses into Manhattan. This road carries a portion of Interstate 95 as well. Uh, it is known as the New Jersey Turnpike. It's lovely. Now, I don't care what anyone says. Most people would disagree, so plead your well, case. Okay, so most people in New Jersey would disagree. However, what I have found roaming the internet roaming a lot of people out of the state and if you've never experienced a new jersey turnpike um <laughs> what is there to experience well the thing is is that comparatively to like paid highways limited access what we talked about yep new jersey turnpike is actually ultra high quality believe it or not like in com- it's like night and day compared to some others how often do you hit a pothole you just don't because it's just endlessly maintained and it's it's kind of like perfect. Like I, I see a lot of videos talking about the turnpike in a sense. Like they talk about it like you're going on an airplane. And what I mean what? by that is like it's more of like a travel experience because it has like weird shit. Like if your car breaks down, there's literally like numbers on the road signs and somebody will come and get you. It's got dedicated police to make sure like everything's like on the up and up. True. So nobody's like fucking around on it. It's got lots of rest stops in comparison to most highways like and they're their own like animal and they have like a lot of stuff and again culture what's weird about them is like you know like on most highway systems because they're like broken away from everything there's nothing around right or you usually have to go to some one horse town and like you're (laughs) not even two horses i don't i don't know if it's safe here to get like on the (laughs) turnpike instead all the rest stops is like a mall or something it like is. on each of these rest stops. You can get a re- piercing usually. Yeah, it's it. You could do a lot of shit over there. Sometimes they have good, such good shit in them that it's annoying. Like the one near uh, the rest stop that's technically in our town. I was joking with Joe, but I really wish I could do this. Like Uber eats the Shake Shack that's on the turn because we don't have access to Shake Shack like in our town, but it's in our town. It pisses me off. There is like a road you could like somehow like squeeze You're into. You're not supposed to. You're not not supposed to, but they, <laughs> it's they, illegal. Get, they get upset. It's a service road, yeah, Quinn. Yeah, there's like a service road to a local road right around here where we could like technically like, maybe we park on the service road and just like walk. I don't think you're allowed to park, track. Quinn. But I'll, I'll tell you this, in a similar vein to what Quinn is talking about, about 20 years ago, and I don't think you were with us, unfortunately, but a good friend of ours, we'll call him Carter because that's his name. And if he's listening, Carter, we miss you. We do. But, um, he was a great friend, mutual friend of me and Quinn, a wacky guy in high school, and we knew him after high school. But boy, did the man love to drive. He was the funnest guy to drive with. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? There's no Roy Rogers around because there wasn't. Yeah. And we didn't know about the Pine Beach one, I don't the, think. The yet. rare. Yeah. yeah. That one's now popular because people fi- people figured out our system yeah. of that Roy Just Rogers. Just drive one. down there. It's good. Yeah. We're at the Roy Rogers. Um, they actually have a standalone stand restaurant. Um, usually you always see them in the turnpikes. Uh, there's three of them in New Jersey. 
Um, this is the one that we picked and it's actually, this is the only restaurant that I know of. The other two were just turnpike rest stop type ones. Me and you used to go there all the I time. I love going down there, but we realized, wait a second now, there's one in the New Jersey turnpike rest stop, I think exit seven. We drove down to this Roy Rogers and to my chagrin, it was the cafeteria cafeteria style one not as good not as good well you know they have to fit multiple restaurants into the rest stop so let's reset like what the fuck is a is a new jersey turnpike rest stop why why do we care about this Some experience right? is what it is so it's a gambit like i said before life usually, on the line usually you on a highway there's usually a sign that's like oh there's a gas station there's a like, wendy's there's, but it's usually like you drive off and it's like all that shit's like separated like it's like you're, you're just driving into the town you're just driving into the town like adjacent to the highway yeah. it's not like a real rest stop you're right? getting onto their local highway usually and yeah. finding like a kfc yeah you're like i hope i find it right you know you guys know the blue signs that have yeah. the little logos it's like ne- three miles you yeah. know on the turnpike however it's like its own like exit Sometimes it like goes over the highway and shit. You ever you remember the ones that like have those weird like yeah the overpass the weird overpass ones so that both sides can get to it. Yep, I think they all have that technically. But then they all have like special names like the Molly Pitcher yeah, and like so- like all this shit. They all have like fucking like isn't there a frank sinatra one or like so let's run them yeah. down I, I like that you're asking about this so yeah starting from the southernmost up to the northernmost and, and again people are just turning the show off quinn but they're but like historical figures are all named after and then people identify them as this you're right, right. so we've got the uh, john fenwick service plaza this is uh, down in salem county in oldman's mm-hmm. township we have the clara barton also in salem county we have the Walt Whitman in Cherry Hill in Candom County. Now, uh, we have the James Fenimore Cooper Service Plaza. This is in Mount Laurel. Then we get a little bit more north. You get the Woodrow Wilson. I know that one. You get the Richard Stockton. These are both mm-hmm. in Mercer County. You get the one Quinn was talking about, the, the mo- one closest the, to us. The Molly Pitcher. One of the, yeah. The, the mall or something. It's ridiculous. The Molly Pitcher, and then also very close to us, the Joyce Kilmer. The Joyce Kilmer one's the one with the like ex- the, the road that's the weird back road yes. to it. And a little bit north of us is the Grover Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Then the, I'm glad he has his own, of course, the Thomas Edison service right. plaza. He definitely needs it near Edison. In Woodbridge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the Alexander Hamilton which is in Secaucus. Now, who shot Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel? Uh, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. This is everyone's favorite named one. It's because it's in Burr. It's North Jersey. It's in the New York suburbs. <laughs> yeah. And it's the guy, right? The Vince Lombardi. Yes. Famous football yes. coach. Not to be confused with Steve Lombardi. Yeah. Different person. Uh, so, so yeah, they all have these like goofy names of di- like different like historical people. I don't know how Vince Lombardi is a historical person. He's but, historical. But... Either way, they're very like they're a thing, right? They have oh, yeah. they usually have a very large building with a lot of restaurants that may not even be in the area anymore. Like like usually sometimes like companies that went out of business that may like Roy Rogers, yeah. for example, they'll just still retain a rest stop to this day for no reason. Because these places get a lot of traffic. Right. You gotta understand. Yeah. And on top of it, the gas stations are like the biggest gas station you oh might ever God. see in your life. One hundred lanes. Yeah. It's like insane. We have like a hundred pumps. Yeah. We got we got you. And it's always yeah. more expensive too. Of course. They they no, isn't there some law that you. so so that is a funny thing because remember there was a law they had to put in place because they started 
hiking it up. Yes. And somebody finally said it's like you can only raise the price once a week or, or move the price they or whatever. They did do something. So yeah, then, you're right. So then the turnpike price became like a week behind. And you're like right that about was that. like a whole thing. Like I remember that as a kid. You're right about that. Incidentally, uh, there is, if you want to look, there's pictures of the turnpike uh, Roy Rogers right. on the internet. It's good. <laughs> it's fine, Joe. It's I was still upset Roy's. With that one. Uh, now, I've, I, I want to be fair here, though. Yeah. As we were talking about the turnpike rest stops, let's not poo poo, Quinn, because I don't like to poo poo unless it's fish and chips. Right. Oi, mate, don't be a right plonker, yeah? Let me eat me bangers and mash and uh, drink me cup of tea and watch the telly and the footy on the telly, something like that, and the king and the M1 and all that, yeah? Fish and cheeps. Some other towns have some glorious ass restaurants. Was the one in Maryland or Delaware? One oh, of them. Oh yeah, I, I've definitely been to. Good, I've been to some good, good rest, ones, good man. Rest stops in PA and good like Bob's stuff like Big Boy out there. Yeah, they exist, but I guess the Turnpike ones they're have unique. a special charm because they're just some would say because they're just a smell. They're just packed, man. And yeah, they're very lively when you go into them. Like the ones that have like two stories always were like insane to me as a kid. Like I, I just have like special memories like of this one. I don't remember which one it is, but it was two stories. And I swear there was like some kind of like neon lighting inside with video games and like, Are you like, sure you're not describing turtles like, one. It was, was there a bald Japanese man grunting? It was close. Like, <laughs> it, it was close. There was like a large gumball machine, the one where it spins down the thing. <laughs> like th- this is the kind of shit that I remember. Like okay. at, at rest stops, and I'm pretty sure didn't the rest stops also used to have like cigarette vending machines? I like, there's no way they didn't. Got any cigarettes? Yeah. Are you sure you're not describing turtles, Quinn? It's close. Was there a kid smoking a cigar there? <laughs> Maybe my, all my turtles recollections. It's just the New <laughs> it's Jersey. It's really the turtle. It's a Molly yeah. Pitcher rest stop. There's also usually a convenience store in them too, there on is. top of the like other restaurants. There's a lot of conv- there's a lot of things that you would need. Is part of it? This is a bit of an existential question. Maybe esoteric. Is part of it because the highway is endless miles of desert and the rest stop is the oasis? It is part of it. And I did want to touch on this. So, like, one of the reasons why the highway was so attractive to me and, like, (laughs) and I was saying this before about, like, looking outside and, like, wondering what's there. he means it, folks. On a cold winter's day, like, driving through the highway, it would just always fascinate me. It would make me realize, wow, America's, like, a big place. We're in this little state and you look and there's just a ton of crap just nothing like yes. on the on the side of the road and this shit would just fascinate me <laughs> and on top of it the also the concept of wow humans built this like that we're on this like when you go over like enormous bridges like that one right by our exit that's like gigantic yeah over to exit nine or whatever it's just like i don't know it's like it's got this allure of like bigness and whatnot and then the like you said the the rest stops just feel like you're back home again. Yeah, right? they are comforting. You know. Yeah, some uh, some shady things also have happened at rest stops as of well. Course. They have a bit of a reputation, but we don't need to focus on that. You guys know that you've been a part of it. I think a lot, unless you're spending time in the rest stop, like a lot of people are in and out. You're just taking a piss and getting Roy Rogers yeah, and leaving. It's not like, where it's you go not, to hang out. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not like the local kids are there because no. that's the other thing is they're cut off from the rest of the community. Which I always, this is the one thing that I think is like controversial about them. I do think it's kind of bullshit that the rest stops take a, a significant piece of land from the town that they're in and like they don't offer access to the locals. Like I always thought that was weird. It, it, this, maybe it's just me. Call your freeholder. Yeah. I don't know like, what else I to just, tell you. Like, 
But it's not meant for the locals. It's meant for tourists, Quinn. People that are traveling. Yeah, but what if I want a damn sandwich? I can't just. I, and then I'm driving, and I see the service road on that back then road by the, us. Pay the and toll. And I'm like, oh, I could just go to Shake Shack over there that if I can clearly see up the service road. The toll. This or is walk there. It just feels like bullshit. It bro. is bullshit. I got to tell you, speaking of tolls, though. A lot of the criticism of the turnpike is what the fuck is this toll system, right? Yes. Because, you know, normally you pay a toll when you get on, pay a toll when you get off, and that's it. Or sometimes you just... It feels like the cable of um, the turnpike of, of, of driving. It, right? it is, because if you've never been on the turnpike, and obviously Quinn would encourage you to just be a tourist for the turnpike alone. Well, if you're going to go through New Jersey for any reason, go on the turnpike. It's, it's actually interesting. And... Uh, <laughs> So, what you do on the turnpike if you don't have an easy pass? Yeah, so the pre-easy pass, this was like, these pieces of paper that they give you were yes. like iconic. And you couldn't keep them either. Remember, there was like this rule, it's like, we will fine you if yeah. you take the ticket. No, you're like, not allowed. Yeah. And I, I don't have an easy pass because I don't use a highway yeah. enough to, so I still, when I have to take the turnpike to do like an airport pickup or something, uh, you pull up to one of these automated little ticket booths, there's a sensor, it'll spit out a ticket. On this ticket, it has your starting exit where you got on. Yeah, it's right? like, this is where you came from. Which for us is nine. Right. And then wherever you're going... And it has a listing a of grid, like yeah. the, the, the prices and the exits and yep. whatnot. And like, it, it, it's almost like a menu. I, every time my dad would give it to me as a kid, I was like fascinated by it. Oh, was it, it like, hold the ticket, Michael? Yeah, hold the ticket. Yeah, I, I was, I was and I'm too. Just, and I'm just reading all these towns and like prices and whatnot. And I'm like, this is interesting. It was interesting. And then you get to your exit toll booth. And what you have to do... Again, if you don't have easy passes, you give the ticket and the exact change, if you have it, to the toll booth counter. They're very friendly people. So they have non-exact change tunnel. They do. They so do. like in case you got like singles or whatnot, yeah, no, there's, like, it, there's like a dude. There was this dude. How do you know it was her dude? Well, you think it could have been just some dude? Sure, dudes in this town are a dime a dozen. Can we just touch on the fact that it is somebody's job to sit on a turnpike exit? And some of these are like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yes. Like, and I'm, and, and I would always, I'd like always, Salem. would you, as a kid, always peer into the window and they're like, yes. rest, like, because it's, what are they doing in there? Like, what, like, what goes on in there? they have a TV? Like, I would always just, like wonder, do they have food? That fucking one, there's one, I think it's seven, and it's like, <laughs> literally, no, it's, is it seven or is it, I think it's eight, the one that's like in the Windsors or something? Yeah, it's eight. I think right, yeah. It's like eight, the eight. tiniest, like, thing, and it's like, the fuck like what is this like it's like literally a guy that's like guarding a, a complex for a development yeah. like it's like so small it is weird i was like somebody sits in that all day and there's no like there might be like a bathroom like on the side but other than that it's usually it's like one guy because it's like nobody uses this exit <laughs> like it's so awful it's true but that's how the turnpike works the exits are uh sporadic mm -hmm. you know normally uh, on most highways Every mile or whatever interval is an exit mm -hmm. on the trip. I guess like, no, fuck you. You don't. It doesn't matter when they are. You, you know, you leave when we tell you. Yeah, like that's it. These are your options, and these are your only options. There could be like ten miles between exits. They're not sometimes. You. Yeah, yeah, sometimes there are. There's like a big gulf. I feel between the like exit nine is like the middle. Like that's supposed is, to yes. be like the barrier point, it is. right? And that's also where the headquarters of the turnpike is. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. it's right in our neck of the woods here. Uh, now you might have you might be wondering if you've ever been on the turnpike, what is that smell? So if you get around, so this is such bullshit to me. By the way, I I, I have I have a huge issue with this this like because that's a reputation though, so, Quinn. Okay, of the turnpike, right. the smell it exists in a very specific spot of the turnpike. 
the problem is it's the most heavily used yes. part of the turnpike because it's next to the fucking airport. Yes, it's right it's right before the airport. It's where uh, I believe it's exit 12 and above, uh-huh. right? So it's where all of the other major highways in New Jersey converse, like the Garden State Parkway, mm-hmm. 287, 1 and 9, like all Which of that. Which means there's tons of tourists and there's yes. tons of people who do not live here, right? Correct. The vast majority of people's first exposure to New Jersey. And like they, yep. they believe... And they'll go, they'll leave, some of them never leave this area because they're just going to New York or something, Yeah, they're going north and that's it. Yeah, but they they believe that, like, New Jersey just smells like crap. There is a reason, because you're only in this one, it literally, like, ends, like, once it, like, very shortly after you go south a little bit. It does. Now, what this smell is, so you guys know, is... The uh, Bayway Refinery or the Linden Refinery. Yes, it's a it's an oil refinery. So it, it's they're literally you know turning all the gasoline and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right? that's what they do. Um, and it stinks. It, it and smells. It just happens to be right next to the one of the most used airports in the country. Yeah, the like, Newark Liberty International Airport. What a great idea! <laughs> yeah. Let's put this here. And also a damn good IKEA, I must say. Yeah. You know what I can't find understand? <laughs> why did they not decide like, hey, why don't we put this? terribly smelly piece of crap like in Vineland or something like where nobody <laughs> is like right it's like where it's like, like I just mean like just low population Damn. like like south you know what no, I'm saying I'm good with Vineland yeah fine. you know what I, or in like the Pine Barrens or something yeah. right it's like it just doesn't it's in such a horrible spot folks I'd like to take this opportunity to personally apologize to all of you listeners all nine of you apparently uh, who do not live in the Garden State that's New Jersey or anywhere near it or in these United States, or who don't give any kind of a rat's ass about the New Jersey freaking turnpike. Fortunately for myself, I do live here, so hey, this is fascinating. Keep it going, Colin, or Quinn, whatever. I will say this, though. The the refinery looks awesome at night. At night, it looks amazing. You have to hold your nose, but it looks cool. It looks like a Street Fighter stage, Quinn. Yeah, it looks like the beginning of Blade Runner. Yeah, like when really, they're like it, going it, across, like they're panning it over. Yeah, it really looks cool. It really is a cool looking thing at night. During the day, it looks like shit and yeah. it smells like it. But have you ever have you ever eaten some Swedish meatballs at that IKEA? By the way, absolutely. It's a great place to go eat. Yeah, if it IKEA, wasn't on the turnpike. IKEA is right there. And we have a view of the glorious turnpike. But again, the crappy area. Yes, you know about the meatballs. So do I. But what else do they have today? We're going to eat everything from IKEA. One of the things, though, about that part of the turnpike, it might be a little more north, is it is the only place that I'm aware of, anyway, in New Jersey, where all modes of transit are it's lined up. It's the only up. place in the country. In the it, country. That's its big, like, claim. To f- I, somebody once said it was the only place in the world. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if like, that is either. All, the specific fact is that all four modes of transportation are specifically, like, lined like up. parallel. Meaning there's an airport, yep. right? There's a road. Then there is a train. Yep. And then there's a seaport. Like, yes. a, like all four are like it's very narrow in a very specific point. Yep. You'll know when you're there. Yep. Because you'll literally see planes on the side of your car, <laughs> like like landing. They're landing next to you. It's real. And, and then you look on the right if you're going north. Yeah. You look on the right, a and you're fu- like, there's a fucking, fucking train. Right. And then you, you look a little beyond the train, and there's boats and stuff. It's real. Like, it's like really weird. This is all real. Yeah. So the turnpike is kind of cool. And I'm just going to, in a practical sense, and we're going to, don't worry, we're going to move away from the turnpike soon, okay? Oh, man, just when it was getting good. What exit are you? <laughs> I'm exit five, I think. I don't know. I'm not even real. 
in a practical sense, I do want to say this. The other major artery that we have in New Jersey to get from north to south is the Garden State Parkway, which is a different route. It's very different how everything's right. handled, too. And it does it crosses the turnpike at exit 11 or 12. I can't remember off the top of my head. 11. Other than that, though, they travel different things. The The parkway is more of a straight line from, like, uh, it's more the Mawa, New York's. Yeah, the shore points is its claim to fame all the way down to Cape May, whereas the turnpike goes from the George Washington Bridge and then moves all the way down to the Philly area. I feel like it does stick to its name of Parkway because it's going to more um, resort destinations. That's like kind of what it's for. And once you get below our area, it is very scenic. Yeah, it's very it's It's very swooping and scenic and and woodsy and and yeah. So it gets it get, you start to smell that sea air on certain parts of it, like exactly. It, yeah. Go down to AC or wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. Out of those two, though, the Turnpike is the best one because it has the widest lanes. This is real. It's got the widest lanes, but it's also it's I got think, the most lanes. I think also its location, the the stopping locations are like as far as if you know the geography of New Jersey, they're like perfect. Yes, like they're the places you would want to go. Yeah. Like if you were trying to get to something. It's true. You can go to you know MetLife Stadium. Yeah, from the Turnpike, and that's a consequence also of the Turnpike just being there long. The state built where its stuff was at the exit points. Yes, like it, everything migrated towards like, yeah, you want to live at the exit points, right? Like that's where you want to be. Very heavy, Quinn. <laughs> but, but you're right. You're right. And some businesses too. Like for example, again, exit. I keep bringing up exit eight, but exit eight is interesting too because. <laughs> It's a stopping point that's surrounded by warehouses. And why is that important? It is, yeah. Because there's tons of Amazon. Amazon. And literally, there's certain... Am- I've seen it on the map. There's there's literally certain Amazon warehouses that are right at the exit point explicitly so that the trucks can literally drive out of that yep. parking lot and get right on the turnpike within, like, minutes. How like, efficient is that, if yeah. you really think about and it? And just move anything across the state. It goes back to the whole point of commerce yeah. and trade, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it does. So again, we're gonna to want to hear some stories from you. I guess we'll just—it's a little highway etiquette. Maybe you're uh, maybe you're not yeah. familiar with how I, this I, works. I did want to go ahead. Go t- ahead I did want to touch on the one yeah, thing that's um, want. interesting about the Garden State Parkway. Yeah, the Garden State Parkway's tolling method, right, is so weird it's, to me. It's like, very spastic. It, it's just <laughs> bizarre. It's like, oh, here's an exit. Sorry. Okay, so you get. <laughs> You get onto the parkway and there's no like check. Like no, they you don't just, care. You just get on it, right? And the concept of the tolling is basically that just keep driving and eventually a toll comes and you pay it. You keep moving and then another toll comes. Yeah. And so you're pay. You're like in a rolling. You're paying for using it, right? Like the turnpike, it's like you pay at the end. Right. With the, with, with the parkway, you're paying as, pay you, as go. you go. Like it's ridiculous. But there are ways though, and it's called shun piking, and where you get off before going yeah. the scenic town or yeah. like the local town, and then get back on yes. again. Yeah. That's a whole hobby that people have. That yeah. probably in twenty years you'll be doing. I just have a theory. Right. Check I'll, me if, on it. You'll see be if we sh- can go the entire route without paying. A, a toll. You'll be a shun piker. Yeah. I know you will. I know you. And I don't know of any highway like this. Like, is that even like, because the PA turnpike, I, I don't have like a comparison to another state or anything. It's just so weird. Does the M1 cost money? I don't know. About the M2. No, I'm just kidding. I know there's more than one. By, by the way, before anyone writes me letters in Australian English, I know there's more than one M1. They have one in Australia. They have one in various countries. But right. the one that I'm thinking of is the one that's in the United Kingdom in England. Right. Specifically. Either way. I, what about I, the Audubon? Do they have tolls? I don't know. 
the Autobahn, you know, the one thing about the Autobahn you can say is it's actually considered, it's like a pioneer. It's like the one of the first of its kind. Like, I think yeah. the Turnpike takes some, like, cues from it or something. I think like, so. I wanted to drop its name, though. Yeah, it, it's known. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it was built, it, <laughs> the worst part is the legacy of it is it was. Well, it, we know. It was built for military purposes. A lot, like, a lot of it's, like. Very inspi- diplomatically ins- said, Quinn. Inspiration yes. for, for its existence. Yes. In the fr- you know, it was propped up like it wasn't, but. Hey, you said defense earlier, didn't you? We knew you? what was going on there at the time. Let's put it that way. We sure did when you and I were there when that was happening. Yeah. Highway etiquette, Quinn. So the right lane, if you have three lanes, which generally all of these expressways do in these yes. freeways, if you're on the right lane, that's when you go slow. You go the speed limit generally. That's yeah. The, like you don't go super slow. You no, just you, go, you, as long as you, as long as you're going the speed limit, nobody has any right to honk at you yeah, or anything. You're and, fine because you're in the right lane. And personally, I'm a 65 mile per hour driver. I like to stick in the right lane when yes. I can because I, I just I want to go the speed limit. I don't want to be bothered. You know, because a lot of the, some of these guys are going like they're going like twice the speed limit on the turnpike in the left do. lane. Like and you're like I don't want to be over there. Right. Like, and some people don't. Yeah. Now the center lane. I just don't trust people. That's well, all. It's I'm a saying. little difficult over yeah. there. The center lane is the variable. That's like that's the yeah. Maybe I want to go a little faster than this right lane. Sometimes you're using it to go around people. Right. Maybe I want to go faster than Quinn, who's going sixty four and a half in the right lane. Sixty five, Joe. Oh, I'm very Excuse I'm very me. strict. Very precise. But I want to go. 69. Nice. So I'm going to go in the center lane for a bit, and then I'm going to get in front of Quinn until maybe somebody else is too slow. Yeah. So the center lane is like, you use it when you need to. That left lane, man, you, dude. The fast lane, Quinn. There are people that I swear they buy Mustangs and, and, you know, whatever, muscle cars and all that. Yeah, and they just, they're they're explicitly using the turnpike so they can go 120 miles per hour. Sure. Like, and you're like, the fuck? Well, I can relate as a 17-year-old in high school. Now, you were not with us, unfortunately, on this fateful day in May of twenty of 2003. I've been on other trips with you, yeah. but I was not on this one. So it was the day of our junior prom, and none of us were going to it. And by us, I mean me and, I believe, our friend Carter and a couple other folks. Uh, we were like, well, what were we going to do? It's a Friday night. I don't know. I was the one that had the car because I was a little bit older. Yeah, you had a couple months on some people, I so you were the months. first. And I had my, my trusty 89 Accord. You know that car very well. I loved that car. The flip-up lights. The flip-up lights mm. that you had to use your hands to... Sometimes it would get stuck. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to do it manually. It only had a driver's side side mirror because it wasn't like you didn't have it to was yet. pre? Yeah, <laughs> like, it was like grandfathered into <laughs> pre-needing the other one. So we're like, well, why don't we just drive down the uh, the old turnpike there, eh? So we drove down the turnpike and... So I just keep going, and we went into uh, Newcastle, Delaware, and being 17, we're like, oh, this is so cool and edgy. We're in a radical Newcastle, Delaware. We're in Newcastle, Delaware. Hi, I'm in Delaware. We're like an hour and 40 minutes from home, man. No mom around here. That's right. (laughs) And we went into some store, and we're like, this is fun. Let's go home. (laughs) So on the way home... I'm like, I wonder how fast my car can really go, my 89 Accord. Oh, God, I remember this story now. With 220,000 miles on it, by the way. <laughs> this thing was a piece. Yeah, but I loved it. The, the, the whole front was like, the paint was like coming off. Don't worry about it. I bought it for $900. I know. So I'm driving up the turnpike, flooring it, and I am. I was wanting to crack 100. <laughs> It topped out at 98. This is like Toyota Tercel shit <sighs> right here. It was very upsetting, my my little core. Because the speedometer went way past 98, man. Yeah. 
And uh, I remember telling my my grandfather that I maxed up my car at 90. He's like, what is wrong? Don't ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, I like get I get like upset when I'm crossing the 80 threshold. When I'm like forced into it because everyone will just not stop going fast. You know what I'm talking about. You I, get, I do. You get in that weird situation where you get in the middle lane to like do something and you get stuck in it because nobody will <laughs> let you. Up, and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm going a zillion miles per hour now. Like, you know, you know what? Though? I don't like I don't like being dictated how fast I have to go. I just don't like I, I know I, I like obeying the law with the speed limit and just leave me alone. I don't. I like getting the fuck where I'm supposed yeah. to go. But we're different people and that's OK. Folks, let us know your driving and speed limit preferences. I was listening to New Jersey 101.5 once about 20 years ago. That that fucking station. And now they must have had a call session. So how fast yes. do you go on the turnpike? Yes, they did. Yeah, like what is your preference? And I don't remember if it was Dennis and Judy. It might have been Dominsky and Doyle. Like yeah. that stupid. Oh, that, that sounds like a Dominski and Doyle conversation. How fast do you go on the turnpike? Let us know. one 800 This you. is Millennium Radio. Like, stupid <laughs> show. But anyway, listen <laughs> to us. What a stupid show. Quinn, do you like the turnpike? Yeah. In all seriousness, a, a state trooper called in. And he's like, most of us, we don't set the speed limit 65 on the turnpike. It's like, we don't set the radar. We set it at 88. Yeah. So if anyone's above 88, then we get no. Because otherwise, it's just, just a back to the future decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But you think about it. Like, That's funny. The cops even don't. It's like, we don't even give a they shit. Know. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> they're yeah. people too. Yeah. Right. So they're like, it's like who in there? Who in the hell like goes 40 on this? Yeah, like, exactly. So they're like, we're going to set it at 88. Then we know if someone's really speeding. But anyway. That's the the gist of the, the etiquette. You left lane, center lane, right lane, right? So, Quinn, you, I guess you, you wanted me to tell a story. And, folks, we want to know yours. If, this is acid-washed mm-hmm. memories, after all. And despite us just giving you fucking definitions about highways and stuff, blah, 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 we really do, like... It, there's memories tied to this. I'm, I'm bringing up things from this when is we were what I younger. meant about Americana. I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, especially who live here in America, these highways and byways, if you will, they, they have like a they ha- they're tied to a lot of memories because we just spend a lot of freaking time yeah. in cars, like going places. And, yep. and this really was like what I was thinking of. Well, I think you did an admirable job yeah. in conveying that, Quinn. My actual favorite one, although Quinn's going to tell a funny one, too is uh, when I was a kid, until I was nine, almost ten, mm-hmm. my grandfather and my grandmother, who I was very close to, they would maybe every couple of months take me up to Union City, where my grandfather was from. Right. His mom was still alive. His mom died on my 10th birthday in 1995. So that was my great-grandmother. So we'd go up there every every few months, probably six, ten times a year, I would mm-hmm. say, Right. So that's my most vivid knowing what the turnpike was because you have to take the turnpike to get to Union City efficiently. You know, you, and you develop like I feel like you when you have when you have a routine route when you're going on the turnpike, yeah. you start to develop like a I know where this yep. is. I I know when we're close to home, like yep. because it has landmarks and stuff. Like you just know the Linden Refinery. Yeah, my grandfather would say, "All right, it's time for the stinky." That's yeah, what he would call everyone. It. Everyone puts their <laughs> yep, except the driver. Obviously, he would say, "It's time for the stinky," and then my grandmother would be like, "Can you please watch the road to him?" Yeah. <laughs> all the time and uh he's the one that told me about all the the modes of transport lining up that That, was that's where i got that i i feel like a camp counselor told me about that or some somebody (laughs) somebody somebody like that what happened to that camp quinn bro camp (laughs) 
we should do a camp episode, man. Don't push it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Camp was so much fun. I didn't go to camp. I have I, no uh, I'm just going to make fun of you the whole time. Uh, <laughs> camp was the best. I had to go to babysitters' houses and yeah. watch people play video games. But anyway, uh, so that's my biggest thing, you know, going to Union City, you know, so going up several exits of about 40 minute drive. That's where I first heard where the turnpike was. And apparently my grandmother would tell me later that I used to call it as a kid, the corn pike. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I wanted to, are we funny. taking the corn pike? And then the parkway would be to uh, to go to Long Beach Island, which the, ev- yep, the beach. That's yeah. what people use it for. Which eventually we started doing the back roads, which I still do to this day. But Quinn, I'm sure you want to tell a specific yeah, let, highway let's, related let's story. Let's tell this one is kind of the last story. Yeah, the this finale. Is, this is me and you and, and, and Carter, Carter, who's a part involved. of the show now. Yeah, I mean, this was just. Was there anybody else in the car with us? Just three of us. Just the three of us. 2008. Right? So basically, how this started was we were. We were all living together at the time. It was like the first house we were in post like, you know, high school and all that. Post anyway, war. Yeah, post war. <laughs> anyway, we decided one day it's like we just need to get out of the house. That's all it was. Like I don't there was like no other reason. It was just a Saturday. But I forget what became the motivation like as far as the food place we were trying to find. We would always That's pick true. like some weird fast food place that wasn't around here. We we're like we got to find one of these. Oh, I remember what it was, Quinn. What? Seriously, as you're talking our initial idea was to go to the only drive-in movie theater in New Jersey, which was instantly ah. in Vineland. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So okay, but it wasn't open. Right. It, so we didn't we like not realize this till we got to like I want to say near the Quaker Bridge Mall. We were like yes. in some because park- we stopped at we Quaker Bridge in the Quaker Bridge Mall. We were in the parking lot of that big yeah. thing across the there way. There you go. And like somebody found out like on their phones early iPhones. Primitive. Yeah. Primitive, like somebody figured out. Wait a second. This isn't open anymore. Yes. So then we, we so we were like let's just keep going. Yep. And so we keep going. And then right? we're in Pennsylvania. We're in Pennsylvania. And the whole Pennsylvania aspect of it was a lot of ideas being thrown around. Like, what are we going to do? Where are we, we going to go? Yeah. And we debated this for so freaking long. And Carter just kept going straight that we were in Maryland. First Delaware, then Maryland. We were debating this for over an hour, I feel like. And then when we were in Maryland, we stopped off at a Long John Silver's A&W root beer Yes, combo store. It was great. Like it was fantastic. Yep. And then when we got out of there, I, I think this was the point of no return. This was the point where it was like we could either like go back or not. And so Carter just gets on the road, and he's not going towards New Jersey anymore. No, he's not. At some point, I don't know if it was you. I don't know if it was me. But I know it wasn't Carter. He just kind of just kept going. One of us just said, "Just keep going." Yep. And we kept it was you going. And I don't. As we got closer and closer to DC, I seriously, there was a point where I was, I was like, are we going to go further? Like, yeah. are we going to like, keep, are we going to just go? Like, are we just going to make it to Florida? Like, is this like a reality, right? Are we going to just fuck work? Like, yeah. we're not coming back. We're just going to keep going. We don't have any clothes packed with nothing. nothing. We just, but we just kept going and going and going. And we finally, like, Carter decides to like pull into DC. Yep. And the funniest shit was that. <laughs> we did nothing there, by the we way. We did absolutely nothing. However, we needed gas. Yes. And so finally, <laughs> we get gas, and Carter just pulls into like it was like one of those gas stations with just like one pump. Yep. I and remember. like I just look across. Hey, 
that's the Watergate yeah. like across the street. <laughs> that's the funniest part. Right. We're at the Watergate, you yep. know, Nixon and all that. G. Gordon Liddy. G. Gordon Liddy. And uh, it's like, holy shit. And then we decided to go back and then Joe fell asleep as me and Carter just talked yes. about Canadian Parliament. So my favorite, like, <laughs> my favorite Canadian Parliament. My favorite aspect of this is that on the way home, Carter was a very fast driver. He took chances I wouldn't even take. The way down, we were kind of go- moving casually because we were all just talking the yeah. whole time. So I think Carter wasn't really going fast or anything. He was just kind of going the speed limit because he, I think even he didn't know like, okay, do I have to turn off yeah. here or like or what? So he, the whole time it took like, what, four or five About hours yeah. like fucking around. How fast did we get back? Because this guy is insane. Three hours flat. Three hours flat. I remember it. But the best part of that is I'm in the back seat and Quinn and Carter, who have known each other since, you know, what? High school. High school, eighth grade, high school, something like that, right? They were very similar in a lot of ways. Like, Carter would be a great podcast guest. Yeah, we like to talk about, like, geography and politics and shit like that. Very, very similar sensibilities. History. Yes. And a lot of the same knowledge. So Quinn's in the passenger seat, Carter's driving, and I'm just laying down in the back of his Toyota or whatever Toyota it was. Tercel. Yeah, I believe it was oh. still. And they get into this discussion about <laughs> Canadian Parliament. The inner workings of Canadian Parliament. And for whatever reason. And how it relates to the right. Queen and like blah and like how it relates back to Great Britain and blah blah blah. For whatever reason, at twenty three years old, on the way back from Washington, DC, for no reason. This in the glow was, of like the lights yeah. coming in and all that. Like I can see how this is like a memory that like you'll never forget because of just like the it's just one of those like hazy it's just one of those it's things, like an acid man. wash memory. Exactly. I'm just listening to these two bozos accurately talk about Canadian Parliament as I drift off in a nice peaceful slumber uh, <laughs> on the way back to my home state of New Jersey, and I'm just like does life get any better than this? It was good. It was a great night. It like, was. It, it was a great night of those classic, like, it almost felt like something out of a movie where, like, the kids are just going somewhere and they're not they're not really doing anything. Yeah. But that's, like, kind of the, the fun of it. It's just the conversation and bullshit on the way there and back. It's like one of those early Seinfeld episodes where yeah. nothing happens, Nothing right? happens, but... You never forget it. You'll never forget it, yeah. Folks... I think that is a sufficient summation of our highway memories, Quinn. We want to hear yours in all seriousness. Do you have specific emotional stories or, you know, attachments to the highway growing up, maybe visiting a relative or something you did on a regular basis? In all seriousness, we're leaving that part to you guys here. We've been on highways. I still drive on our local highways every day, practically, to go to work. So. Yeah. It's not that nostalgic for me, but certain... But sometimes there's, it's got moments. There are moments. They stick with you. They retain somewhere in the recesses of your mind, and they truly are acid-washed memories. Quinn, great topic for discussion. We're never doing anything like this again. Yep, Highways uh, Part 2. <laughs> highways Part 2, yeah. Uh, side roads coming up yeah. next week. No, next week will be something completely different. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there with us and not pulling over on the side of the road to the rest stop. We really do appreciate you. Please follow us on Twitter at AWM Podcast. Join our Facebook group and leave us a nice review. Uh, next week will be something completely different. Until that time, drive safely. I'm Joe Morata. That is Michael Quinn. We'll see you at the next destination. See ya. Like what you heard? Be sure to leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We will see you next week. Why don't you take a break and go to uh, Twitter at OVP uh, at OVP? Yeah, why don't I just do that the fuck over? 
Why don't you take a break and go to Twitter at Acid Washed Memory? How about I say it right? You were saying it right. Well, I don't understand. No, it's now. at AWM Podcast. Oh, sorry. 